Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Globalization Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer. And I'm your host, Patricia. And on today's podcast, we'll be talking all things dance, specifically traditional dance versus how it's seen today, and dance in relation to culture. This week, I was able to read something by author Peggy Harper, and in this reading, she mentioned social organization. When she talked about social organization, she mentioned how dance shows differentiation in sex, age, authority, and economic status, and how it also is practiced and performed in different events in Nigeria. Some, while I was reading this, some of the similarities I took away was that she mentioned how people in Nigeria dance simply to stay fit, or at least some people, and I compare this to modern times where dance classes are used for exercise, specifically classes like Zumba, where people go to these classes more for exercise rather than learning the actual choreography and the art of dance itself. Another connection I made was when she mentioned traditional theater, and I connected this to modern day Broadway, where obviously dance is a big part of it, and other forms of theater that show dance like music videos, where I think a lot of more people, even when they perform on stage, they incorporate dance versus when before they didn't really dance. Also, another connection I made was when she mentioned the use of cloth and costume. I definitely think that people in modern times used different fashion and different ways of dressing in order to express what they want through their dance. Yes, I find that really interesting because I feel like in more modern times, dance doesn't really show different, different ancient differences in anything. I feel like it's more common to see a girl doing a more masculine dance, as in hip-hop, and a guy doing a more feminine dance, as in ballet. Yeah, I think that's a great point, and I think that definitely shows the differences in gender fluidity. And she also mentioned how in Nigerian culture, dance is often used educationally to teach men control and discipline necessary in warfare and to instill in them feelings of patriotism, which I definitely don't see in modern day dance. I don't think that other than when people learn dance as an art by itself, I don't really think it's seen or used educationally. I also don't really see it in religious settings or events like weddings and funerals like the author mentioned. So I think that's another difference in traditional dance and modern dance. Another thing I just wanted to talk about was how the author talked about modernizing traditional dance. And I thought this was really interesting because I made a special connection to it. In high school, I had a friend who was the president of the Bollywood Club and she would always tell me how she wanted to incorporate elements of traditional Indian dance and more modern dance like hip-hop. And I thought that through this, she was able to create a great contemporary dance because when I looked up the definition of contemporary dance, it said it was a type of dance that has consisted of different elements of different genres of dance. And when I thought she executed this perfectly when she used parts of Bollywood dance and hip-hop and mix it and yeah yeah that sounds really great the connection you made explained how traditional dance was shaped into contemporary dance really well as I was actually doing more reading I also read about different Nigerian cultures 
and one of the people in Nigeria are the Yoruba people, I believe that's how you say it, and their dance is more of a social dance, and this was very, this was made of delicate and subtle movements, and their movements were based more on improvising rather than set choreography. And I thought, I connected this to modern day dance because I feel like now it's very important, especially when someone's learning the art of dance, that they learn how to freestyle. And I think that nowadays they instill in people the ability to hear music and be able to create a dance just from listening to it. The next type of dance is by the Irigre people. The, this dance is more organized and the team follows the dance leader. This is now similar to choreography. I also think another people that I read about was the Midwest in Midwest Nigeria was that their dance was made a lot of solos and ensembles. And I thought this was very similar to now and modern dance because nowadays we see we see dance performances with not only groups of people dancing but also solos instilled in those groups of people dancing and this just really shows the individualism within the dance. As I was actually doing more reading, I she mentioned that different areas of Nigeria had different styles of dancing which showed their specific culture. So for example, one area where farming is more prevalent, their dance were more clearly defined rhythmic patterns and their feet were placed firmly and squarely on the ground versus areas where flooding was more popular and their dance was made of, had a more intricate rhythm, their movement was rapid and subtle and it was definitely more delicate than versus the farming dance. And I thought this was really interesting on how just from being originated just from originating from different places these cultures were able to create completely different dances yes the people with the same culture they'll traditional the traditional dances that they perform they perform it for money in a way to preserve their culture yeah and from those dances that these people would from those traditional dances some students would see them make modern versions of those dances and then perform and this way their culture was preserved. This actually reminds me of a video I watched where a modern day griot, griot I believe that's how you say it, explained the importance of dance in history. And in this video, he actually compared a griot passing away to a library burning. And I this really stuck with me because I thought it was really interesting how he was talking about how dance is really the only way that they can, that griots can preserve their culture. And so they would teach it to each generation. And so if one generation did not teach the next, then all of history would just be gone, just like a library burning down. And I saw some videos of dance also showing different Nigerian culture. So one dance called the ostrich dance it was actually made by Asadata Defora, I believe that's how you say it. And he was actually one of the first Africans to introduce African drumming to the US. So I thought that was a great way of spreading their culture. And in this dance, I thought it looked like a great contemporary dance between traditional African dance and ballet because I saw 
elements of ballet through how stretched out they were and how stretched out the dancer was and he was very elegant in the dance and it still had rhythmic movement of African dance like specifically when he quickly stuck out his head like an ostrich and I also noticed that the dance incorporated traditional music so I thought that was a great way of mixing of mixing two different genres of dance and making it into one. Yes, we also watched Revelations, reminding me of the ballet, the ballet twirls and the leaps with the very fast pace of the African dance, but it was more to more modern music. Yeah, and I also think that's a great example of contemporary dance because, again, just like the ostrich dance, it mixed elements of ballet, which we thought, and African dance. Another video I watched talked about the urban bushwomen who in their type of dance, which they talked about batty moves, they showed more masculine dances, which I thought was a complete, was completely different from when the author that we previously mentioned talked about how traditional dance was often used to show differentiation in sex. And I thought this was definitely pushing the boundaries of traditional dance because they would use more wide movements and they definitely did more modern dances and they also used more modern music as well. And when they were talking about these batting moves, they mentioned how there were African movements, salsa movement, reggae movement, which I thought was a great representation of contemporary dance since they joined different genres of dance. Yes. I also noticed in the dance, it focuses more on the bottom and it embraces all types of bodies. It, as you said, it differentiates the traditional dance where dance is used to show the differences in the sets. Okay, so I think that's all the time we have for today's podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And I hope you guys got a better understanding of how much traditional dance has influenced modern dance. Stay tuned for next time where we'll take a closer look at the different aspects of modern dance. It's your host, Jennifer. And Patricia. And from the Globalization Podcast. Bye. Bye.